When they are consuming your minds and your thoughts and your dreams, from the angels to the demons and to the mysteries unseen, there is no need to worry. There is no need for dread. It's just time to discuss the thing at the foot of the bed. Good evening, and if you're just tuning in, you are listening to 105.3 and 107.7 out of the beautiful city of New Orleans, Louisiana, to UFO Paranormal Radio Network, also known as United Public Radio Network, or just UPRN, and this is The Thing at the Foot of the Bed. I am one of your hosts. I'm going to introduce my amazing co-host in just a sec. I'll give a shout out to Jackie Lane. She says, looking forward to tonight's program. We're looking forward to interacting with all of y'all. So I'll tell you in a minute how to join us if you're listening. So you can chat with us too. I'm Laura Lee Potvin. I am a host here on UPRN. I have my own show on Monday nights called The Angel Rock, and it's from 6 to 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I'm a Canadian spiritual medium, uh, crystal Reiki energy healer, Akashic Records practitioner, a spiritual teacher and mentor, and registered nurse. And uh, then we have this show together, which we love to do, David and I. Um, if you want to join in the chat all you have to do is head over to ufo um hang on ufo paranormal radio network kind of think about this for a second and united public it's now got both names on there on facebook or youtube you can also go to my wonderful co-host david's youtube channel which is the spirit experience and has a group on facebook by the same name where he's streaming you can go to my profile i just pinned it it's laura lee podvin it's public so you can see it right when you go to my profile I'm also streaming to uh, my YouTube channel, The Angel Rock with Laura Lee Potvin. I think we're streaming on Canada's Most Haunted on Facebook. But more importantly, our network has a TV channel. So we are on Roku tonight. Hello, Nicole Thomas Ryan. Welcome. Um, so if you want to watch us on TV, what you do is sign into your Roku account. You're going to go to the channel store, look up UFO space, P is in paranormal. There's going to be a drop down menu. You're looking for about the third or fourth one down under UFO space, paranormal and United Public Radio. And you can watch us on there. Many other shows. We've got something for everybody on this on network we've been around for over 25 years we stream multiple shows per day seven days a week we've got a whole whack of brand new hosts and shows coming so stay tuned for that there's something for everyone when we're not streaming live the archive server is is going through and it's playing so there's shows from all the way back over the past 25 years it picks them randomly like i say there's something for everybody so please like share subscribe and tell all your friends and family about us um I think that's it. But you guys know I love to give my favorite YouTube channels a quick shout out. And I'm going to because uh, we've got some people I've met over there that pop in and join our shows over here on UPRN. And I really appreciate that. So give a shout out to Grizzly True Crime, Gizla K, Joel Waldman on Surviving the Survivor, and my favorite paranormal channels. I absolutely adore Paranormal Nightmare. 
Friday nights. They always have a live stream. There's one coming up super spooky tomorrow night, I believe at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Then there's the Paranormal Files. And I actually even enjoy uh, Twin Paranormal. But enough of my jabbering. Let me introduce my amazing, patient, awesome co-host, David. Take it away, Dave. Who are you? <laughs> Hi, I'm, I'm David and I'm losing my voice a little bit. But that's okay. I am a medium, a channel, a spiritual medium channel, and a spiritual teacher, as well as an investigator, which I haven't done in a while. Though, I always forget the paranormal. Yeah, you and I are well versed in the paranormal. Yeah, we yes. know a lot about the paranormal. I yes. want to say hi to Jackie, Nicole, and Jonathan. Hi, you guys. Hi, Jonathan. So I didn't say hi yet. <laughs> I, um, I hope you guys had a great Halloween or whatever you celebrate or not Samhain. celebrate yesterday. I hope it was spooky and fun or for Samhain. you. Dia yeah, everybody got a lot of candy. I got I have trick-or-treat candy, but that's because I went to my mom's house and they had no trick-or-treaters this year. Neither did we. Neither did I. So when I went to their her house, um, I became the, um, I inherited uh, a bag and a half of Reese's peanut butter cups. So I am ever so grateful that people do not trick or treat anymore because <laughs> I wanted the, I, the peanut butter cups. That's mine. I, I know, I, but I was ready. Like, okay, I always say I'm never going to have grandkids, but I have little ones on each side of me, so I, I spoil them. So I make them up bags, two doors down. She's got grandkids, and they're over there all the time, so I sent them a bag with toys and candy and all kinds of fun stuff. And then my youngest, who's with us always, he's the one I always talk about. He's got severe autism and he's very much akin to, with no disrespect, like a five to seven year old, but he did not want to trick or treat. He's never enjoyed it. Mm -hmm. And because we were having our network party Tuesday night, I didn't know how crazy busy it was going to be. So I said, could you please give out treats if you need to? We didn't need to. Christelle, my partner, got in the whole spirit. I'd forgotten last year. I bought him a Deadshot costume from Suicide Squad. And so he put the whole thing on. They were selling them at the dollar store. They were actually, they must have been from Spirit Halloween or something. Like it was a really... Mm -hmm good costume and he's running around in that giving out treats and getting all excited i do have bags for the kids each one of them guess how many kids we had i think we got 25 25 yeah but it was like gangs of teenagers there was like no oh, okay teens. i never give anybody a hard time about i don't either i don't care i wouldn't care if you were 85 years I old would and came I would, it wouldn't bother I me at all candy is i give out candy Without judgment and without condition, so it's like I here's your candy. I'm... Oh, sorry, go ahead. Sorry. No, I was gonna say that's that's just what I do. I mean, I don't care who walks up to my door when I, I when I did hand up, but exactly. I haven't had trick or treaters where I live in North Carolina. Where I live, people just don't celebrate much. I don't see much of the holiday going on. I don't see any of that. I mean, Halloween, I don't, which is really funny. In this town, there isn't much Halloween that goes on. There's just I a forget, few things. I forgot to tell you because at the Halloween party, we have, they've been around for a bit, but that's the first time I met them in person. Dolly Saffron and Preston Denning. They, I think it's Dennett. They have a show together here. Please forgive me. I, I'm so bad because we've got so many shows to try and pull the name out of the top of my head. But she's originally from North Carolina. So I was talking about you on air and I would say, yeah, you're in that area. But I found out and I don't know how, I think I must've known this, but I never really thought about it till this year. Apparently nobody celebrates Halloween the way we do in North America. 
No. Like around no. the world? No. Like nobody. Well, I guess it's I guess it's all different. Nicole says most in North Carolina because Nicole is also from North Carolina. For those of you listening, so Nicole wrote that most in North Carolina do fall festivals at churches, which wow. is true. I'm in North Carolina, and they do have a lot of this. But I mean, no offense to churches and stuff, but oh my God, you guys just take the fun out of Halloween. I mean, it's just not. And you know what I thought about this, and I'm not being a jerk, but I. If the really, really young kids, I hope they explain to kids that you never walk up to a stranger's trunk for candy outside of Halloween. Because that's just as bad as training a kid to go up to a van to get candy on Halloween. It's like during the year. What are they what if they what if somebody else would? I mean, I guess it's far fetched. I've never heard of this before. Nicole says they do. Oh, you never have? Oh yeah, trunk or treat in in the states here, because uh, trick or treating got dangerous. So what they do is churches have all the and churches didn't want to celebrate Halloween, but kids wanted candy because all their friends do. So instead of Halloween, they call it trunk or treat, which you go to various churches, which I think is a sweet thing. Don't get me wrong. You go to churches and, and people hand you the candy out of their trunk. So like you can pull your car up and have candy in your trunk and kids walk by and show you their costumes and you give them candy instead of them going door to door. I will. I think, okay, but do these kids know that this isn't a year round thing? So, I mean, I, I, I thought about it one year. I thought the reason why is because there's a little girl and it was like the middle or summer. And but this is when I worked at the grocery store, it's the middle of the summer. And I was outside doing some stuff outside and there's somebody in the parking lot and they were getting something out of their trunk. They were giving some kids some candy. It was probably the mom just getting the groceries out, getting the candy. And the little kids started saying, mommy, can we go to trunk or treat? Can we go to trunk or treat? So the reason, the weird thing you was. You know, that's not a Southern thing. Cause I have lots of friends in the States. Like I've never. Trunk or treat is yeah. All over. I mean, they still do. They still do um, trick or treating, but trunk or treat they do here. And then I guess it's because. I don't know. Nicole might know. Kathy says yeah, they do in Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania so. as well. Yeah, they do have it. The churches were doing it for a while. And I think because the churches didn't want to celebrate Halloween, but it was hard to tell the kids, you know, no. So they would do trunk or treat. I and think then that would be a parental thing to teach your children, though, because the same as trick or treat. That's I would hope I so. I would hope so. But you'd be surprised at how many parents are not that intelligent when it comes to stuff like that, because they don't think about that. You know, when I brought I it up to my mom, I mean, I your kid walking up to people's cars going trunk or treat in the middle of August. Yeah, I know. And you know what? They weren't allowed. You're, and you're not allowed to wear certain costumes at certain churches. So. I can't dress like a devil and go walk up and go truck or treat the big go away Satan. And then they would start to push me. <laughs> so, I mean, it's, I mean, I don't want to start anything, but I just thought it was quite hilarious when I was young. And so anybody watching, I am Gen X. Um, I am probably oh, in nice. South Florida. Yeah. But when I was young in Wisconsin growing up, we started, we usually went out about, 5.30 or so, 5.30 at night is when it got dark at that time, you know, the same time of year uh, up by uh, Wisconsin, it got dark right around 5.30, started to, and we trick-or-treated till nine o'clock at night without our parents. 
So we went walking around our neighborhood and there was tons of kids everywhere. But back then, I guess, I mean, I'm sure things happened back then. I'm sure abductions and all that is not a new phenomenon, but it's not as much. It couldn't raise their plates and like candy. Yeah, apples. Well, they kind of went through that thing. Somebody said it was a hoax, but I know people did it. Mm -hmm. It wasn't um, a hoax. I've, I've read news. They, well, I mean, the, the, the original story was supposed to be a story and people copycatted it. And that's how it all started. News reports here. People are putting razor blades and hot dogs. I won't take oh my, my dog. Oh my God, that's terrible. I won't oh. take a walk, a, a walk my dog behind. Here's a beautiful park and field. I won't take my dog out there because there is. And these are news reports I have seen. I want to give oh, a quick yeah. shout out to yeah. Heather. Um, she did an amazing Halloween thing. And uh, people could go by and enjoy it. I won't say where that if she wants to, that's fine. But I saw it on Facebook and she did a phenomenal job. And I'm not trying to get off Halloween because I was going to bring this up, Jonathan. But Jonathan was so excited. He sent me a picture. He bought the uh, one of the, the angel guide, Kyle Gray deck. I've been telling him he needs to, because I've spent some time talking to Jonathan about this. Jonathan's been on the Angel Rock before. He's a host on Talking with the Source. And um, he bought a deck. So he says, finally got an Oracle deck, Kyle Gray Angel Guide deck. So excited. Been practicing. I wasn't going to burst your bubble, honey, but I'll do it here. Kyle just put out a new deck. So you're going to get addicted probably and want to buy more. No, Kyle. <laughs> Kyle Gray has some sweet decks. I really I like, like Kyle Gray. Kyle Gray is a lot of fun. He's very no-nonsense. And his decks are nice. Um, mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm glad I said it like that because I was about, you don't want to know what I wanted to say. I don't know if I can say it. But wow. yeah, I was, was going to say that Kyle Gray has a nice deck. And he has a lot of nice decks. <laughs> sure you were. There's number two. Yeah, I have the same good. one. As um, I'm trying to find it, where is it? I have this. Thing. Oh, I think I found it. This is the one you got, Jonathan. I don't know if you guys can see it. I got to kind of turn it with the light. But he's got a brand new deck that just came out. A brand new deck. He was sick of his old deck. He got a new deck. Yeah, he's, got make, he's got more money to make. Actually, I, I love Kyle Gray. I, I do. I like Kyle Gray. I have been to a couple of his free, um, he puts free webinars on and things like that. And I love that he makes it so imperative to talk about this and he makes it different every time. It's not a recording, which is nice, yeah. but he really likes to point out to people about, please do not put me on a pedestal. And he doesn't say it like that. He basically lets you know, though, please don't. I'm no different than you or anybody else, just as David and I often say, or anybody else that does this kind of stuff, right? That... You know, has a there's a lot of you'll hear some spiritualists say that you guys and in I mean I've said it too when people say you're this or you're that I always tell them don't don't I don't you don't there's no need to idolize a spiritual person there's no idolization required and if you do idolize a spiritual person step back from that a little bit you can envy them and like what they do and hold them in your highest respect and all that stuff. But once you think one person's way is the only way, that's how you end up in cults. Well, <laughs> that's what I'm going to say is I don't think you need to give them any more respect or hold them in an 
any higher esteem no, than you would no, any other individual on the planet because we are all the same. We all have these gifts. We have, and we all have gifts. Doesn't matter whether you want to, you know, you're aware of or you recognize spiritual gifts. We all are blessed with some kinds of gifts. And, you know, I've been guilty of it myself working with mentors who seem very knowledgeable and you're just starting out. And, you know, you think, oh my God, I'll never be as good as them or I'll never know this or I'll never know that. And, you know, when you tell yourself, basically, what's the old saying? If you tell yourself you can, or you tell yourself yourself you can't, either way, you're, you're going right. to succeed. You're right. True. Yes. See, yeah. I'm not that way. If anybody ever meet, sees me out in public, just mm -hmm. a nice curtsy and a great compliment about my hair will do. But other than that, I'm just the same as everyone else. <laughs> no, I like that about him because you see it and you do. It doesn't matter if it's a really popular YouTube channel, TikToker, whether it's somebody on TV or a movie star or a reality. And I say reality because there is no such thing as reality TV. But, you know, and people are just obsessing over these people they see on TV. And it's like, they are no different than you or I. They may have more money. It's also saying more money, more problems, depending on how you look at it, I guess, and how you choose to use the money in your life. But they're no different. We're all the same. We are. Yep. Now, do you know what I suggest? I used to, it was so funny. Years ago, I used to sleep with my or with my decks, as soon as I got them in, I slept with them that night. I'm gonna grab a hat and, for Holly. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm right here. <laughs> and the funny thing was, the funny thing was, I first did it because I was quite impressive, impressionable by somebody. They said it's a good way to put your energy on the deck and, and exchange energy. So I said, Oh, what the hell? So I I got before I even opened up my deck. You know, I went to bed and I threw my deck just on the bed and I slept with it that night. I opened it up the next day. I played with it and I slept at my bed today. I tell you, for that particular deck, it was a really good connection because I it did work. But my other decks, I never did that with. But I think that you have to have a connection with your with your deck at some point. I know like my Kyle, I don't use my Kyle Gay, Gray ones that Your Kyle much. Gay decks. <laughs> Kyle Gay Gray. Um, I don't use them that much. Um, my favorite, I'll tell you, if you want, if you want a great beginner's deck, and you know what's funny? I've got this deck. It's new. I just got it a couple weeks ago. I love the deck, and it's it's supposed to be more for a beginner. It does not come with a guide, you guys. Thank so you. if no, I don't use a guide, I don't use the guides in the books. Um so, I used to, I have some decks that are really confusing that I have to. Sometimes you need it. Sometimes you yeah, need sometimes it. Sometimes you need it. But, but it most of the time, yeah. But, but for me, for the Oracle cards, you get the, you get the little sentence on top and a little description on the bottom and the picture. It's the picture that always gets me for Oracle decks. Mm -hmm. But um, the name of the deck is called Shaman's Dream. And it's the size, about the size. It's a, it's a little bigger than a deck of cards, but it's not a huge one. You know, like some decks are real big and you're putting them out. It's a little smaller. It is an absolutely beautiful, beautiful, beautiful deck. The only thing I would say to the people putting the deck out, don't call it a beginner's deck if you don't put a guidebook to it. Sorry, I'm laughing at Harry. <laughs> Sometimes you do. And you know what? 
Howie O'Dell says, sometimes you just need a deck. And that's true. You Sometimes you just do. And sometimes you just want to sleep with the deck and then throw it out of your bed the next day. <laughs> I didn't wear a hat, Howie, because I was telling Dave before we started, I finally colored my hair. See, it's no more gray. So it that's good. I have so many hats. I could wear a hi, Debbie Schmoley. So, Jonathan, you were very right. What you just said, it called to you. So when I suggest, like, I pro I have a problem. I've said it many times. I have about 80 different decks, and I just go with whatever whim calls me. Um, I have an angel board. I don't use it that often unless sometimes it's nice. Like, Jonathan, we've talked about this before, that sometimes you kind of want to double check. Sometimes, like, David's pretty good, especially if you're doing mediumship and stuff, right, Dave? Like, you'll hear possibly a date or something. For me, I may hear something. If I want, just want to double check or get more succinct, I will use my angel my angel board. Words, yeah. And so what I do, I have a video on my YouTube channel showing you how I use it. It's pretty big, and um, I love it. I don't use it that often, but it's got 12 spokes of a wheel. And each there's an archangel for each wheel, but like for yes, no, there's 12 different answers for yes and no. Um, it's got under home and finances. And so it'll give me some pretty succinct answers, which is nice. One of my yeah, favorite yeah. decks since we started this out. And when I bought it, I went, when am I, I'm going to grab it. Sorry, guys, it's stuck on the shelf here. I got to pull everything out to get it here. Okay, this deck, when I got it, I went, I was kind of drawn to it. It just looked kind of cool in the beginning, right? It's called oh, yeah. um, Keys of the Arcturians, okay? And it's got, sorry, it's got this stupid, here, let me turn this light off for a sec. I can Hang see on. it. Yeah, it's got those. Yeah, it's got without the light. Okay, so it's got all these cool, cool pictures, right? So I open it up. I'll pull out a card. And this is about 15 years ago. So I pull it out and I go, what the heck am I going to do with this crappy thing? Like, what is this? Okay. This deck is so cool. I kind of tucked it away and I went back to it about five years ago, maybe four years ago. And what it is, is it'll give you a word. For example, what this guy, Janus, his name is, this is the inside of the box. It's no mm -hmm. longer in print. You spell it J-A-N-U-S. And it says self-empowering affirmation set. But it's actually not. It's like an Oracle deck. So this one, can I read it? Let me see. Um, I'm trying to read. Well, you're doing that. I'm okay. going to get a deck too. I've got to okay. show you guys. Okay. So this says connected. What he did was he channeled. Um, oh God. I just went, my mind just went blank. You guys are going to have to tell me, you know, when the supposedly UFOs land crop circles, I know it would come to me. He channeled crop circles and made them digitally on all these cards, but the super cool part. So there's only one word on the deck on the back, but this is the cool part. Can you guys see this foil signal? So when I do a reading with these, I send a picture and you're meant to take this code into meditation, focus on it, and it will give you basically a gift or it will unlock something within your DNA, your psyche, your spiritual energy, whatever it may be. And that each one has a different code on the back. It is such a cool deck. I love this deck. And when I first, like I said, when I first got it, I go, oh my God, what the heck did I buy here? So like I said, you, you know what? And some people just always use one deck. I love, I don't need decks. Okay. When I first worked with one of my mentors, they had told me that 
I'd taken a long standing course with them and they had said that um, your decks are your security blanket. And they pushed me out of my comfort zone and I'm so glad they did because I don't need a deck. Neither does Dave. I think Howie, you said it. There's quite a few people here that don't need a deck. It's a great way to start and start building your confidence. And like David said, with the card, look at the card, feel into it. Look at the symbol symbols in it, the colors, even numbers, maybe. And there's all kinds of things and you feel into it and see what you pick up and then you've got the guide deck you can check with it what did I pick yeah. up what did I miss it's a great way to start like you said Jonathan heck yeah my heart skipped a beat when I saw this deck so you knew that was something special for you go ahead Dave yeah. we're gonna see something I, know, I was gonna say I wanted to show you guys just so you know what she's talking about I got like the same kind of cards and the ones when it's all symbols and you have to get this one's called angel heart sigils mm -hmm. and um it's a, it's, it's not for, it's, it's not a beginner's deck. This is and a emotional one. Yeah. And when I say that to people, it doesn't mean that it's not a beginner's deck. Doesn't mean you got to be reading cards forever, but I will tell you, even this deck I had here, I want to tell you when I bought it, I bought it because I loved the pictures at first. And this is the angels of Atlantis. I have that deck. I have that one. Now, when I first got it, I couldn't I couldn't read them very well. I wasn't sinking in with the cards for a while. I probably had them for about a couple of years before I took them out one day. I took them out one day and I opened up the deck and I looked at one of the cards and I'm like, oh, I totally get it. <laughs> it just it was, well, was kind of like this this crop circle like it said i was thinking it was like a self-improvement deck and you know that's why arcturians i was really drawn to it then i opened it up and went what the heck i'm so glad i hung on to it oh my god there's been a rash of there's a new tiktok tarot deck and, okay, and there's, everybody's buying it oh my god everybody's buying that deck this one's a medicine wheel one. I have a couple of medicine wheel ones. I have all the only ones I don't really care to read because I just haven't felt the calling except for my supernatural one is tarot decks. I have lots of tarot decks. Can I do it? Yes. But there's so many more cards than an Oracle deck. And then two, I always tell people, I think I told you this, Jonathan, privately. Oh, thank you, Debbie. She said your hair looks great. Thank you. Um, don't forget Dave. His hair looks awesome. He always hears that too, though. Um, but I feel like tarot tells a story, whereas oracle cards, um, like you could get something a little bit more negative with a tarot deck, depending on how you read them and who you're getting yeah, the reading from. You can, because even, even I'm going to say, I'm going to reiterate, and you'll be happy to hear me say this. I've done, now I'm the same with tarot. I, I like tarot a lot, but tarot like involves this. a lot. I do intuitive tarot it's really serious. well. Yeah. But if I do, but if I do like the the original tarot, right or wait, yeah. If I do the original tarot with the placements and all that, which I have, I will say, I have received some messages that I was surprised from. I'm like, that does not sound like a Dave message, and my guides were like in my ear, going, "It's not. It's a tarot message, dummy." And I'd be like, "Oh, okay, gotcha." But yeah, it was the same thing. Some messages can be. I guess what it is 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 tarot can be so straightforward like like it is what it is when it says it like when a card's reversed or something but 
I don't know. I, I'm just way drawn to Oracle cards. I just love Oracle I cards. I am too. For me, it's like coloring outside the lines. Yeah, with tarot, I'm good at reading them intuitively. Like the Supernatural deck, I don't even need to look at the book because every character from the series is on the deck practically. And mm. if you know the characteristics and the nuances and of each character, it's pretty easy to read the deck. It is with what comes yeah. up. But depending on what kind of layout you do, and you can do these types of things with Oracle decks. Oracle, it's just, yeah. I find that tarot is it's just different. It tells a story and you've got your minor and major arcana and then you've got, you know, you've got your four suits and it's really a lot more complicated. There are people that just read regular cards too. I know people that do that. So yeah. it's I do when I do live, when I go to like live places, when I go live, not like on TikTok or something, I'm talking live in person. If I do mm -hmm. those events like that, I always bring my cards because yeah, some people, they just want to talk to the medium and they're okay. But then some people just, they want, they didn't want any mediumship reading. They just want to know about their life and they always want cards. So I always have my cards. Now, when I'll do spreads in uh, live events and one of my spreads that I do, because I always tell people when they sit down, I'm like, all right, I'm going to pull, I'm going to get these three cards for you. They're going to represent what you just came out of in your past, where kind of where you are right now and a possible future where you're heading. And I'm going to tell you what that is by pulling those just so I know I got the right people behind me to help you. And now I would say yes. And I usually just have them hold the cards for a minute and then I just take them back. I grab the three that I picked are intuitive and I'll flip them over, say what I say, and they'll go, how did you know? Okay, so, okay, I want to add something though. Okay, so yeah. this is why so people know there is no real right or wrong way to do this. Yeah, there isn't. I'm comfortable with that. I don't like people touching my cards. It's not that I don't like your energy or anything. Yeah. I call your energy. I'm down. Yeah. But I don't like them to do it because I have a specific thing that I do. And remember, I said, spirit gave me this. What we perceive becomes what we believe and it becomes our reality. So there's nothing wrong. Like if I had someone just sitting in front of me, if I had an office, yeah, then I'd have time to clear the deck in between each one. But I don't want their energy in there because I feel like it kind of muddles things for me. So I like to just do it myself. I'll get you them know. to cards or Everybody tell me. Does. And, and for those of you listening or watching, it's totally fine. If you don't want Either anyone way, to, though, that's what I meant. Either way is great. Either, yeah, I was going to say, if you don't want somebody to not touch your deck, then please do not give that to them because it's your oh, thing. Yeah. It's a, some, I'm, I have certain, I have, that sound, might sound crazy. I have a couple crystals in my house. I will not let anybody else exactly. hold them. And it's not because, and and I mean, my mom is one of them. I'm like, no, you can't touch that. That's mine. My, my, my energy. <laughs> you know, just, nobody else's energy gets on that thing. I don't know why, but I do. I have two of them. Yes, I won't no. let anyone touch. Yeah, I have a big crystal wand that I won't let anybody touch. And I have this beautiful egg that I won't let anybody touch. Her and you just know. So for me, and I think it once upon a time ago, I'm finding all these people that used well, not all these people, but a few people that are were pretty well known have really gone to really hardcore Christianity, Doreen Virtue being one of them, mm -hmm. who was a, like she was the big person besides the Rider Waite decks and the tarot decks to start 
doing Oracle decks in the beginning. Now she's renounced it all and gone hardcore Christianity. And I just about fell off my rocker today. I wasn't looking for it. Now, any of you that have ever watched tattoo shows like LA Inc. or anything like that may know who Kat Von D is. Just beautiful makeup line she sold to Estee Lauder, but I still love her makeup stuff. Anyways, it came up somewhere on TikTok or YouTube. I wasn't even looking for it. And all of her beautiful artwork, like she is an incredible tattoo artist for yeah. realism. She, instead of getting lasering, she tried it because her whole body's tattooed. She's getting it completely tattooed in black everywhere in her body. And she just got baptized and has gone into hardcore Christianity. And this article, I went even checked it on her Instagram, renouncing. Now, she didn't say this. The article did that she's renouncing tarot and witchcraft. I thought, well, okay, teach their own. I just found it so weird from. I know this is my theory about that. If you want to hear it mm -hmm. and, sure. and to anybody listening to this, to anybody listening to anybody, you can say, no, Dave, I think you're absolutely wrong. And that's totally cool. If you do, because it, I'm not saying it because I'm right. I'm saying it because I sat here and tried to understand this one day about like the, Cat Von D and, and uh, Doreen. Now, Doreen Virtue, I have to be honest with you. From the very first time I seen her, I said, there's something wrong with her. I would not buy a deck. I would not do anything. I was but like, that's I where you got the decks. Like, that's how I have the angel board. That's, that's really how they weird. came out. Yeah, that's how they came out. I wouldn't buy a deck. I would I would not buy a deck of hers. And no. and I had to wait for other people. But that, that was just me. It's not a big, if you have a deck of hers now, even though she renounced herself, the cards are still going to work for you the way you intend them to work. Sure, everything that she that wrote and she did. Yeah. Now, I do my certified angel card readers course the, with her. The, one, the one thing I notice in mm -hmm. most, not all, but in, I, and it hasn't been that many. So like I saying, I haven't done complete research, but what I'm coming up with so far, and I hate mm -hmm. to say it like this, but I got to, because mm -hmm. it's what I'm seeing. The ones who weren't in their craft the correct way at the time they were in it are the ones, okay, like like Kat, oh my God, the woman is the most beautiful artist in the entire world, such a cool person. But I think what happened is that she delved into stuff and took it to a different side that she didn't like. Doreen Virtue did too. Um, Doreen Virtue, I remember listening to her a couple of times um, and she started talking about some negative crap you can get from this and these warnings from this and that. And you had to, and you had to, um, what's the word I'm looking for? You had to protect yourself. So your prayer protection, every prayer protection, they go into the fear mode. Those are the ones who went down the fear mode who, and, and, and not realizing what it is are the ones who usually ended up going into Christianity or renouncing it. I have a different theory. They went and they didn't understand something and they, and if they can't understand it, they can't understand it. That's fine. And I don't care if they go to Christianity. I have a different theory. Yeah. I'm not it? a huge fan of Kat Von D. I'll get to Doreen in a minute. And Debbie's asked a question. I'm just going to add before I do how he says to me, decks are like stones. I do not like anyone touching due to energy transfer and imprinting big no, no for you. That's how I feel. But either way is okay. Right. Whatever works for you as a practitioner or a reader, help with a psychic, a meet, whatever you want to call yourself. If it works for you, that's all that matters. That's right? what you do. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so for Kat, now I could be wrong, 
but I remember when she was married to her first husband and he was a really good tattoo artist. Now, did she get into tattooing because of him? I don't think so, but she is married now. And she's married too. I didn't know all this stuff. I went to her Instagram because I wanted to see where the heck is this coming from? Is this a rumor or what? And it went kind of down a rabbit hole. She has a little boy. And I had a theory about this too that kind of goes with what you said, Dave. But first of mm -hmm. all, her husband's stage name, um, I, I think it's Raphael's real name, but he likes to use, uh, is it Leaf? Leifer, Leifer, I think, L-E-A-F-E-R, and he's in a goth cholo, goth cholo, is it dance something or another band? He's one half of the group, and it's called Prayers. Leave it what you will, but then I got thinking, Leifer sounds awfully similar if you twisted it a bit to Lucifer. <laughs> I'm sorry, but does leafer because that's what they called their kid he's really yeah. cute he's four and then i thought is she we've all met people like this i don't know her just a theory but i find there are people out there i find it with women maybe because i'm a woman and i have a couple people i know like this that whomever they're with they kind of evolve and change to become sort of more like their partner do you see where i'm going with this because like no, they do. No, I agree with that. Mm -hmm. So I'm she kind of struck me as that. Now with Doreen Virtue and Debbie says, I wonder if Doreen renounced all the money she made and is still making from those decks and books. Yes. As far as I know, she did. They made, she took her name off them, everything. Like she wanted nothing to do with them. Now I have a theory. Call me conspiracy princess, conspiracy queen. She made a lot of money off of this stuff. Yeah. She might've well, just wanted out. Yeah, I think she did. And I think she wanted to go as far away as she could. I, I don't know what's involved with that. I'll leave it with that. Do a little research is all I'll say. But I, I watched one thing on her and that one thing that she said well, it was in an article. So I have to say I've, I've done articles before and been interviewed for articles and they will say, trust me, I've said stuff and it's not what I said in the article all the time. It just happens. But she had an article where she would not, I don't know when this was, but I was reading it about, she said it was, it, the person said it was hard to get up to meet her. Like after like a meet and greets and all that, she wouldn't do them. Cause she said the energy is too strong that I feel from people. So I can't be around them. And she would get rushed off. And I thought, Oh, whatever you. And you were a psychologist before I find that. Very yeah. I'm like you biatch. I was like, are you kidding me? No, that's a cop out for, I don't want to meet my fans. Cause I'm better than them. I don't know. I don't want to put words in the mouth. All but I remember is, is, depending how deep you want to go down the rabbit hole. Yeah, we could probably go. There's all different reasons why you do it. I mean, I got to tell you, some people just get caught up in something in your life. My best friend, her name was Patty. When I was 19 years old, I was bartending. And me and Patty and her friend Katie, my friend Carrie, me and Patty hung out all the time. We would go to drag shows and laugh and have great times. I mean, we just ran around, did all kinds of fun stuff. And she started liking the band Striper. This is when Striper first came out. Okay. And then she liked, and she said, oh, you want to hear this band? And, and 
And it wasn't that I didn't like, I didn't know who Striper was. It didn't bother me that they were a Christian band or anything. But at that moment in, in the eighties, then I was eighties goth, not eighties. Uh, no, I wasn't like, was it 80s. More like synth pop, like, um, yeah, I was more like the cure. I was more like the cure and all that. old stuff like did, that. I, I wasn't. Day. I, um, yeah. I forget who that was. I had a boyfriend like that. So I got introduced to that music. And yes, I, I yeah. And, and I wasn't into the whole glam rock thing at that time, which is funny because I ended up being in a glam rock type band. Anyways, long story short, <clears throat> Patty's sister had passed away. Um, she was, she, in an accident, she flew off the back of a motorcycle and went face first into some rocks at the lakefront. Right. Patty was the one who had to identify her. That was on her mind that killed her and her life was kind of weird, but we still had fun and we did our stuff. This happened like years before we started hanging around doing stuff. Then she got in the striper and then she started thinking about things. And then she got an opportunity to work on a Christian radio mm -hmm. um, show. And she, we talked about it. I'm like, Oh my God. Yeah. You should take it. Cause she, Oh, by the way, well, she wanted to go into radio. She wanted to talk on the radio. And she got offered that job. I said, yeah, you got to take it. You have to take it because that's going to get you, you know, whatever. Well, little did I know, it was a couple months later, probably about no, five, six months after that. And she had moved down to this campus that was by the station. I couldn't get hold of her for a while. And I wondered why. And then finally I got hold of her and she said, well, I can't. I have, and she said, it's hard for me to say, but I can't hang out with you or Katie anymore because of who you are. And it kind of doesn't look good for what I'm doing. And then blew me off. And I was like, oh my God, are you kidding me? That church, that church, and to this day, and anyway, it ended up being a bad thing because she did get fired from the radio station. She stayed in that church, in that religion, and I haven't seen her since. So I don't even know what, where she went and what well, happened people, there. But that was another person. That religion literally said she could not hang out with me because of who I was. And she could not hang out with the other friends that we all hung out with. And literally point blank told us that. Go and, people go in, in different ways. Like I said, of all people, I, I, and I'm not, I'm not bashing Kat Von D in any way, uh, you know, motherhood changes, change, parenthood changes you, I should say. Or like Nicole says, I was hardcore Christian Pentecostal holiness in the past. And Howie O'Dell says, you know, there's a lot of so-called spiritualists out there that act the same damn way. And you are absolutely, you are absolutely right. Yep. I will, they, the group I that shall remain nameless is yeah. a very good example. And, you know, I felt so bad one time I was doing a, either was doing a live in that group or was on my own. And somebody that was new to spirituality had shared their experience, which was very painful for them. And they had put at the end of their comment, I had thought when people put empath behind their name that meant they were kind and loving <laughs> it's like oh no honey no 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 <laughs> same as if you're spiritual right i think we just have to i i think we, it we should care about who we are as people and how we treat others rather than labels right but i'm seeing that howie so much it's like the word and i know i don't have a problem with religion 
If you need that in your life and it brings you closer to your higher power and you're happy and you're good to other people, you do you. But the no, that's that, that and that can, that's see, I'm like you though. I will put conditions on it like that. I will say, I don't care what religion you are, but if, if, mm -hmm. if by, if by any means you, you revel in hurting people, judging people or doing anything different, then I literally do not want you on my doorstep. No, but I'm seeing that. And I know we've talked about this off air before and it's not finger pointing, but if anything, sort of educational for people, if you see, I'm seeing that more and more, the title of spirituality has just been switched in rather than religion and sometimes even cult. So you have to be very careful. I think when you're not so much even a consumer, but you're looking for something maybe to belong to. Because I think people are looking for, you know, something maybe not quite called religion, but something more discovering who they are, who you are as a soul. And, I tell people the goal of this, the goal of this life is just to remember who you are and you, then you got it made. Like, I think that Nicole just put it in a beautiful place. And, and we run into a lot of people working as mentors and it's trying to deprogram certain things we've been taught, right? And Nicole said, mm. it's taken me years to learn that I am a spiritual being and won't die and go to hell because I'm an eclectic or eclectic. And you are absolutely 100% right. Yep. right. Did you know, for the people listening and all that, here's a funny thing. The... So, so when I was younger, we had to go to church until we were 13, whatever. But this is how this, yeah, <laughs> this is how this happened. I knew when I was a tiny child, you can ask anyone in my family this question. You talked about this story, but yeah. go ahead. It's a good story. <laughs> it's, it's cute. But anyway, I I knew. I knew I I still had the memory that there was no such a place. And mm -hmm. I remember, and I'll, I'll make it a quick one. I was at a Baptist Sunday school here in North Carolina when I was a little bit. They, they made me go to Sunday school. And the Sunday school teacher talked all about hell that day, told all of us about hell. And I came out and my mom said, your face was white. And you, she said, I, you I, my mom said, I told her I'm never going back in there again. And and when they asked why, I said, because she keeps telling people kids are going to burn in hell for being bad people and going on and on. And I said, Mama, there's no such place as hell. There's no such place as hell. Why are they lying to people? I just went on and on. That was the, you. That was a really good way to get out of church because they would never, ever take me back to that church. I, I was there once and that was it. I, I never had to go back. But right. I don't I always knew that as a child that that particular place didn't exist outside of here. I, as I understand now, as I'm older, hell exists, but it only exists in, how do I say this atmosphere? Is that an easier way to put it? It's not all the way over. There's, there isn't one. Well, I was on TikTok. I'm trying to find where I found this. Hang on. And this woman, again, I was talking to you about this before we started about Coast to Coast yeah. AM. And she was being, I wasn't looking up Coast to Coast AM. I was looking up spooky stuff. We are getting into the spooky stuff tonight, guys. Um, and I was looking, as I always do, for little spooky things. Okay, where mm -hmm. is this darn thing? Anyway, she with this channel was being was being interviewed by George Nori. Give me one second. I will find her name on here. Um, no, I know where it is. Give me a sec. I've got too many devices going here. Anyway, uh -huh. I was mind blown 
by what she was talking about. Um, her name, give me a sec, I gotta do it, pull it up here. She sounds like she's got a little bit of a Russian type accent. Her name is Marina Jacoby. Mm -hmm. And she was channeling ET or UFO, like um, ET or extraterrestrials, or I don't like to call them aliens. And she doesn't go into a trance. She just stops and she breathes. And then she comes back and she answers the question. And it was mm -hmm. so powerful the answer she was bringing back like George Norrie was asking well what do they think of us as a race and that was no surprise because I know spirits told you and or ETs told us before you know mm -hmm. we're primitive we you know we're um she actually added there's a lot of injustice and judgment and things like that yep. but she also added that where we're going we're already evolved already they were talking about but now we were manifesting it with the creation that we were capable of. And I'm not doing it justice. If you can look her up, look it no. up on TikTok. But what I loved about her, and it made so much sense, was he asked her, what does E.T. think of God? And she basically, and I'm not going to do it justice, but she basically, from the E.T.'s perspective, was trying to point out as human beings, we are God. And I'm not trying to get religious or anything like that. Higher power, universe, whatever you want to call it. But we are creators and manifestors. But it's getting into the proper vibration to, to recognize it was so interesting. It's so powerful. I'm actually... That, that, is, that is more and more spiritualists are finding out. Well, and I've been telling people forever. And, and then that person is too. Well, one, e aliens. Unfortunately, and I know some people don't want to hear. Aliens all believe in in the source oh yeah that well that's what they call no, it source they don't call yeah. it we call it yeah they all believe they all believe in and if you want to say it in our language they all believe in god we're the only ones here we're the we are they don't the believe only. they know they know yeah we are <laughs> we are literally the only planet that has atheists because there we're, we're a young race right yeah, because we're a young race yeah but that's and that's okay too if there's nothing wrong with being an atheist trust me i'd rather sit and talk to an atheist for six hours than i would anybody of faith if, if you know what i mean i don't you want know, to say so that i that think way. we're meant to be where we are at yeah, yeah that's what i say whatever you. we're be doing yep do you we'll all find out what's happening we were gonna finish oh, our yeah. because you guys we did some Halloween and we kind of ran out of time, so we still had some stories I was gonna share. I don't see Dem Rogers here tonight, but they had shared two stories. There was one and Kevin Z Sun Dragon. I'm bet betting he's at work. Uh, a yeah. few of you were at the UPRN Halloween party uh Tuesday night. It was fun, had a bunch of different hosts there. We got to share some of our scary stories and things like that. So um, are y'all up for some spooky stories from some people that and I did download some more videos too, Dave. But let me grab my oh phone. cool. I did wherever you want to take us, and anybody go ahead and comment back. Well, we just got on a you know, if you get Dave and I talking about spiritual stuff, you should know by now, Dave and I can talk for hours about it. <laughs> oh, to, um, I'm just gonna remind you before we move on into our next segment of spooky stuff. Do you want to do your top of the hour stuff real quick? 
I did. It's eight o'clock. I did remember that. Thank you. And I'm so glad you reminded me because I would have got talking. We're supposed to do <laughs> So if you're just tuning in, you are listening to The Thing at the Foot of the Bed on 105.3 and 107.7 out of New Orleans, Louisiana. And it's on UFO Paranormal Radio Network, otherwise known as United Public Radio Network, or we like to call it just UPRN. And I'm one of your hosts, Laura Lee Potvin, with my amazing good friend, He's so talented and connected. You ever want a mediumship reading? He's your dude. I do it, but he is amazing. David Hansel. So make sure to check him out on TikTok too. I missed him this Wednesday. Him and I always get our wires crossed and that was my, oh. it's usually my fault. So I missed okay. him. It's so good. It's so I good. I know, but I was going to do it. And then, okay, hang on. Was, I- it was another rough day. It was a rough day for me, though, too. Again, it was. It got so cold, you guys. I went. I do my lives up in the woods, and usually Laura Lee comes on on Wednesdays when we do a live what? together. And I was up there, and I didn't get to start till about 10 after 5 or so, I think it was. I tell you, by 6 o'clock, my hands were shaking. I couldn't do anything. I was like, no. you guys have to go. <laughs> I'm so I cold. had a crazy week this week. I'm just getting back to messages, so I feel so bad. that. But we'll, every Wednesday, we do try to do it. Yeah. Once in a while, it's Thursday afternoons, but it's usually... Um, Oh, so Nicole shared something spooky. So we'll read yeah. that right after Dem Rogers' story. I'll read it for you. Okay, go ahead. Do try to uh, get on there and connect. I need to go on there. I keep planning on it. And Dave keeps telling me about these filters, but I haven't found one that looks natural enough yet. Like it turns my mm-hmm. eyes all these different colors and, you know, different makeup and stuff. But I figure, oh, I don't know. Not that I'm that much of a diva. Now I really look like an old lady wearing my double glasses. Okay, so this is from Dem Rogers. I know her from True Crime and um, she pops in and out. I'm so glad she pops into our show. And she sent us the story, uh, I believe it was from last week, called The Traveler with her daughter. And she sent me a second one. And then we're going to get to some of Kevin's too, because you guys took the time to send them in. So this story is called The Ghost and the Baby. We had bought a 1700s tavern in the town of Newville, Pennsylvania, and we're renovating it to turn it into an antiques and collectible shop. Oh, there's a place for spirits to pop in. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Oh, Jonathan had to go feed the kids. No worries. Kids come first always, Jonathan. We're just getting into spooky stories. So um, one day we were working. Oh, sorry. Um, The building was amazing and had so much history. We knew once we spent time in the building just how haunted it was. No one would stay in the building after dark but me. One day we were working in the building. I was painting the dining room, which had a huge fireplace with a mantle that weighed at least 125 pounds. The mantle was held in place with the customary nails of the time, big horseshoe nails. My son was upstairs in the back of the building, scraping old wallpaper. My girls were in the dining room with me. My oldest daughter was reading a book and the baby who was just three months old was on the floor on her blanket, just being a baby. I was on a stepladder painting, um, painting the up near, the, or probably painting up near the ceiling. Suddenly, the mantle broke loose from the wall and slammed to the floor right across the baby's back. Oh my gosh! Um, I flew off the ladder, and at the same time, my son was flying down the stairs and was at the doorway screaming, "Oh my gosh, the baby!" I called nine eleven or nine one one. Sorry, nine one one immediately 
or 999 in the UK. And I, you guys can let us know other numbers for emergency if you want in the chat what you might call. It says, I knew um, everyone in town, they were telling me to touch nothing and they would be there, right there. I couldn't take it. I had to see if she was okay. Dem Rogers is a nurse, actually, too. I know she is. Um, she's um, She was laying calmly, looking around at us like we were crazy. My oldest daughter was crying. My son was crying. And we just knew she had been cut in half. I had my son help me, and we moved the mantle. Now, as a nurse, you would know, never move a mantle. Somebody's impinged by something, you never move it. Never, ever, ever. The minute you take it away, that's when the problems really start. Anyway, she said, I had my son help me and we moved the mantle. It hit the floor so hard that all the wooden decor had come loose and was laying free from the main mantle pet piece. I looked at the baby and there were no marks on her back, but at that time her legs weren't moving. I was scared to death. About that time, the first responders and the police chief were there. I waited to pick her up till the EMT checked her out. There were no marks bruises, cuts, or scrapes. We lifted her and she giggled and her legs started moving. Not one injury was found. The chief EMT and I all moved the mantle across the floor and there was not one place where the mantle didn't meet flush with the floor. You couldn't even pull the baby blanket out from under the mantle once it was placed on it. Wow, this is incredible. We were all completely stunned. Then my son, who had finally calmed down, told us what he saw. My son had been upstairs at the back of the house. No way he could have heard anything, let alone see anything. As he was scraping the wallpaper, he saw a big red blob fly just out of the upper corner of the room and head down the staircase. He followed and saw the blob go down the hall, down the staircase, and turn into the dining room at the exact moment he heard the mantle crash to the floor. He said it was one of the most frightening and most amazing things he'd ever seen. We all talked about it and decided the blob was a ghost, and it had somehow blocked the mantle from hitting the baby. Whatever or whoever it was made sure she was safe. I thanked the entity that day and promised it would always have our respect and it would never be bothered or made to leave. This was in the newspaper there. I couldn't find the actual article online. The newspaper was the Valley Times Star, Newville, Pennsylvania, and it was in 1997. How incredible the story is that? Ooh, I know. I kept thinking maybe it was an angel. That maybe it was this entity. Maybe it was. It could, you know, well, divine intervention does happen. I've seen pictures of it. Yeah, divine intervention definitely happens, mm -hmm. but that's the very that's that's it it's it's scary, sad, but then it gets a little better. <laughs> I mean it's the baby didn't have a mark, and like they said that yeah. no matter where they put it, it was completely <laughs> Well, they couldn't even get the baby blanket out yet. A, I mean, a three-month-old baby's got to be about this thick. They are usually yeah. got quite a tummy on them, and the baby was fine. Yeah. Well, I wish she was here. I would have asked her all about it. That is yeah. mind-blowing. Let wow. me see. What do we have here? Um, We have Kelsey. a question. Do you want me to highlight it? Kelsey Lee? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Kassin Lee, by the way, what's your take on karma? Oh, everybody's got a different take on it. Uh, for me personally, it's really quite simple. It's basically a balance of experience. Whatever you put out comes back to you. It might in this world, it might in another life. Um, there are people, and then I think I'm probably one of those people, and there are souls who 
karma is like having Vaseline in your eye. You are not going to be happy until you wash and wash and wash and get that Vaseline out of your eye. And that's how they feel about karma. They'll go through anything wrong in a lifetime that's like, oh no, I have to fix that because it's going to bother me. It's going to bother me until I fix it. And then they'll keep coming back. Um, some people are like that. Some people take a long time. I guess it's up to the individual, but that's what karma is to me is literally a balance of experience. You, the cause and effects, whatever you put out has to come back to you. Whatever you learn from somebody, somebody needs to learn from you, so on and so forth. I agree, but with karma and David and I've talked about this before yeah. on different shows, but a lot of people, you know, and I've been guilty of saying it, karma is a biatch, right? Karma no. really isn't. There's karma is not payback. It's exactly no. what David said. It's a balancing of experiences. So, and I actually said this to my youngest son tonight, because I guess he's picking up from his mom following true crime. So he's been reading because even though my son's got severe autism, he can read and write and everything. So he's been watching, I think, or reading up on, he loves fan fiction and reading different things. And he's been following dumb criminals. Like he told me today and he could not stop laughing. He said, um, mom, guess how this dumb criminal got caught? And I go, what? And he goes, well, I guess I can say it. He goes, he farted. I thought, oh my God, could you imagine going through life and saying that the reason why you got caught, you were hiding out, you would have gotten away with it, but you had a bad gas attack. <laughs> but anyways, what he had said to me was, mom, another dumb criminal story. He tells me a couple hours later, okay. I go, okay, sweetie, what is it? He goes, some guy was trying to hold people up a bang bang we'll say because i don't know what youtube thinks of this some channels say no. it's okay some don't and he go okay. i go okay that's terrible he goes i know but guess what happened to him i go what he goes he ended up shooting his end of his finger off and i said that is karma that's not really mm -hmm. karma i said that to my son because karma is not payback but that's what people think it Thank is and yeah. it's not like you, it's basically what, how I describe it. And I did say this to my son afterwards. I said, that was a joke. I said, really what karma is, is what you put out is what you will receive back in the way of, I didn't want to get in depth because it's too much for him, but experiences. And like David said, it may not be in this, six, this lifetime. It could be into another lifetime or what, but that's what I believe mm -hmm. karma is. I love Alan Watts, Kusan. I have... I can't tell you how much I have read about Alan Watts. Well, let's um, read his comment for people. 80% of our listeners are, are audience. Well, that's right. So. Yeah. Oh, so go ahead. Alan Watts explains it's like seeing a snake through a paneled window. First, you see its head and finally the tail. Then we say, because I or we did something, the head, you get the result, the tail. That's an interesting yeah. analogy. And, and it's, a, it's in its, it's, the Ellen Watts thing, it's close in its form. What We're not moving on, Howie. This was just a question we got, but yeah, Howie, Howie made it. I want to read Jonathan's and I'll read Howie, but go ahead and see what you're going to say. Sorry, yeah, there's a, there's a little bit more to it, but yeah, that's basically it. It's Karma's not, everybody thinks, oh, because you shot someone, you have to get shot back. That's not what karma is. Karma doesn't do the physical thing. Karma's all about the emotion and the situation. So, if I were to pew pew someone and that person left here, that person's probably fine, but I just caused a ripple. So and I'm going to have to know what all the people around him who are now missing him and all that I need to know from their experience 
what I caused. Sometimes so, physically, though, if you think about the person that was taken out, right, and maybe he had a good job and he was the sole provider and now a widow is left to raise a baby or something. Exactly. Children. Yeah, there's so much. Yeah. Yeah. Karma, karma is, I mean, it is easy. Even they said, even Jesus, when he came here, they knew that he knew coming here that this was a place where you get karma. And I think, um, has it, I don't know how it goes, but I do know he ended up not having his karma anymore. He, he, and I think it was between, I can't remember. I don't want to even go into it because I don't know. And I don't want to say it wrong or doing anything, but this place is automatic for karma. Anytime you involve yourself in any situation, you're going to pick up some sort of karmic debt. But you know it. what I've heard though. And again, I always say we're not going to know all the answers until we go back home ourselves, but people mm -hmm. say like my son, and I know for, I'm absolutely, I believe all people, we choose our experiences, but, some kids, there's like a switch, right? And you have almost an assault to the immune system. And that's why we see, we don't see autism till two, three, four, five, whatever. I've known from birth, there was something not quite right with my son. And I say that most lovingly, but with having the paranormal experiences we did, and the first person I did have to come to my home, very high vibe, very gifted light worker, having a full conversation with my son through their third eye, she explained afterwards, laughing and giggling, but not a word exchanged. He, he chose that to come here. And I, from what I've heard from other channels and things, and again, I, I don't know if it's true or not, but it kind of makes sense. Choosing a life like this or a very, very, very difficult life apparently can help negate some some karma that you may have accrued maybe in a previous yeah, life. Yeah, it gets rid of karma. Also, the, the leveling up aspect is there. Um, some take on way too much. But um, but yeah, karma, um, yep. Uh, karma is, I don't see karma as a terrible, there's also good karma too. Whatever, what, for me, it's just whatever you put out, it has to come back to you. Whatever, whatever experience you cause, you also at some point know what, have to know what the repercussions are to that, what you put out, I guess. That's so, that's probably the easiest way. Howie says, yes, hence a butterfly effect in a way. Yeah, yeah. In a way. And Kason Lee, I think it, that's how we say it. Please forgive me if I said it incorrectly. He said, thanks for taking the question. Oh, no, absolutely. Thanks for that's asking. That's what it. the show is about. Yeah, that's why we're here. Asking. It's audience participative, right, Dave? Yep. Think about, oh, wait, let's, I'm going to send Howie down a rabbit hole. Howie, I'm, this is Merry Christmas. I'm going to send you down a rabbit hole, but we won't do it here. But if you think about it, the butterfly effect really doesn't hold any bearing on anything because of the fact we rifle through so many timelines. It's like, which timeline is the butterfly effect going to mess up? You know what if I'm saying? You look at it that way. Have to, yeah, it's, yeah, it's the perception of it. It's the perception of it. No, versus yeah. karma that doesn't matter what timeline you go into, it's kind of coming with your soul, if you will. Yeah. That, How's that sound? That's what I'm saying. I'd say it, it all comes down to the individual's experience. So it doesn't matter how many timelines you went through and how many people you did stuff with, whatever, whatever happened in your experience your perception is what you deal with 
but that was you know what i love talking timelines and dimensions they're fun aren't they i love timelines too because <laughs> you know what my head starts to hurt because i start going around around but, and around you know what you get you get about 20 30 spiritual people who know about timelines and quantum anything and and if you get these you get those people together and they're not people who have to demand that they're right the conversation could just be a mind scramble it would just be amazing <laughs> I'm trying to look up Kevin's Kevin's stories. Do you want to Hi, Sandra Sharp. I was waving at her. Hi, Sandra. Do you want me to send one to you? I feel bad. I'm reading them all day. Do you want me to send one to you? Oh, you Hello? can read it too. Doesn't matter. Whatever you want to do. Well, yeah. he's got three. I'm just going to pick the middle one then. And then I'll send you the one okay, below. Yeah. Because you yeah, guys took your gonna... time. Even if we don't read them all tonight, because that at least that way, you know what you want. I want you guys to know that we really appreciate everything you have sent in. And even though we may not get to it all in one show, we will definitely get to it because we go wherever you guys want to go. Right. We talk about whatever you want. OK, I'm going to I sent you the last one. I keep feeling like the middle one. I have not read these yet, by the way, guys. But okay. I know from the people that have sent them in that they're good stories. So Kevin sends this, this the second one. Here's another one. And Kevin is Z Sun Dragon. He says, here's another one. I will send you one more. Burnt cookies. It was 1989 and my best friend next door neighbor came over while my parents went into town for groceries. We were watching the movie E.T. Oh, it's such a good movie. On VHS. You know how long ago that is for younger people. Those are those tapes. Your parents, people like our age that use machines that you stuck them in to watch a movie. <laughs> Um, watching the ET movie ET on VHS and decided to bake some chocolate chip cookies. So once we were, uh, they were in the oven, we got some juice drinks and went to sit and watch the show. I would say about 10 minutes went by and we both ended up in some kind of trance state of mind. I saw him get up and proceed to the kitchen and look out the window above the sink. And he yelled out to me, there's a man walking up the driveway, carrying a knife. He opened the kitchen drawer, grabbed the knife of his own and ran and locked the door in the kitchen. Well, I locked the other door in the living room and shut all the windows. Windows were open as it was a warm summer day in mid-June. So in my vision, he went to the kitchen and so on. And in his vision, it was all reversed where I was the one that got up and went to the kitchen. But in both visions, I didn't get that it was a vision, but I guess it, it was a vision. He says, but in both visions, as the man briskly, briskly walked towards the house, then he appeared in the kitchen doorway window and we both smacked snapped back to reality we found ourselves both sitting on the couch and a smoke screen from the oven was starting to fill the kitchen and spilling into the living room we both jumped looked at one another and i jumped up off the couch turned off the oven tossed the tray of burnt cookies in the sink and proceeded to check the windows remember we had closed them in our vision but he, we were, uh, they were still open, so we did not actually move from the sofa. We were both in a trance state and had similar visions of events. So we never actually saw, it sounds like, the man outside. Now that we were awake from our, I would say, shared trance, nor had we ever seen him again. When we cleared the smoke, we went to finish the movie, and it was already at the ending credits rolling on the screen. However long this movie was, was basically the time we had lost during this shared trance state that's pretty freaky eh? that's kind of fun i think it's kind of cool because i sent you the one that the blood at the end kevin's oh, got yeah. stories you want to read that one i get the scary one so once again this is from kevin 
Yeah, he's got one more. Maybe we'll save that one for next week. But that's Z-Sun Dragon that's usually here. Because okay. you guys have sent stories. Like I said, so we this came in from Z-Sun Dragon. And I love and I love this because this is, I'm believing this story is, um, is it, he wrote this or this is real life? I believe these are true experiences. Are true experiences people sent okay, in that they experience that were weird or strange <clears throat> or unexplainable. That's what I had asked okay. Okay, so here we go. So this is this is one more story, and it's called Blood at the End. Uh, Blood at the Inn, sorry. In the early 90s, I was working as a night auditor at the Comfort Inn. I had about four hours of work involving reorg, defrag, and backup of computer files duties and little else to do in an eight-hour shift. Every couple of hours, I would do a walkthrough downstairs and upstairs levels to be sure no rented rooms were being too loud and such. During one of my runs, I suddenly froze at the foot of the door or the landing, the exit area, you know, between the area. And uh, between the two doors, the floor was covered in what looked like a pool of blood. I had no idea what happened, but my first thought was to clean it up. So I bolted back to the desk area and go and got out the mop and bucket. I stopped by the laundry room on the way back to fill my bucket with water from the janitor's sink in there. But altogether, I had not been gone from the scene for more than five minutes. When I got back to the doorway at the end of the hall floor, there was it was spotless. Ooh. Ooh. Wait, lost... uh, okay, there we go. I lost my place. It was together. Oh, yeah. When I got back to the way to the end of the door, it was spotless. Not a drop of blood in sight now. There was no way that could have been cleaned up that quickly and by who. I had so many questions and was so blown away by this. So at the end of my shift, the assistant manager arrived to replace me. I mentioned to her what happened and she exclaimed, are you serious? The same thing in the same back entrance way happened to me when I used to work the night shift. I felt a little less crazy, but never did get, uh, get caught what could have never did get or could find out the way. Oh, I say there's two words that were wrong in it. Okay. I felt a little less crazy, but never did get what that could have been caused by other than something supernatural and creepy. I guess some things are better left unexplained. So that's interesting where you go into, those are like reoccurring hauntings. And I think that's where hauntings are based off of. And I love that. I love that. Maybe a residual that you just yeah. happen to get at a certain time, maybe, right? And it maybe didn't even happen in that hotel. Like maybe it was in the land. Like he's in Canada. Like yep. there were a lot of bloody battles, just like in the U.S. and around the world, way back in the day, hundreds of years ago. What if at a certain time, maybe where the moon is, where something is on nights, that that's what you see? Exactly, because you know what? I am a firm believer, especially like in paranormal. Everybody say this house is haunted, and sometimes I'll go there, and it's like it doesn't feel like the house is haunted, but I do see the ghost. But that's the area, like you said. Sometimes if a house is haunted, it's not that actually house. It could have been a house that was there like 500 years ago. Mm -hmm. That that spirit could be still walking around in. You might just okay. be catching glimpses of that spirit. I agree. Okay, this goes hand to hand. I do see Case and Lee's question. I We will answer it in just a sec. But I meant to, I was going to download it and I did because it's an old video. Have you all seen this video? It was taken off a hotel security camera, I think somewhere in Hollywood, 
where the security guard goes because there's been reports from the rooms next to it on both sides. You can hear it over the security cameras. A woman is screaming bloody murder, like screaming and screaming and screaming. Have you seen that one? No, no, I haven't. Okay, so what happens, and he's going in, he's going to check this, and, and the front desk is going, like, I think it's at nighttime, and the front desk is saying, no, no, wait till the police get here. He goes, no, I can't. Like, this woman is screaming. <gasps> Nobody was checked into the room. Okay. Is that the Vegas hotel? It may have been, or the one, I think. I know, was, yeah, that's a good one. I have seen it because it's been around yeah. for a long time. And I think they went in and the furniture was all upended, but nobody was in the room. Oh, I'm getting goosebumps. Nobody was in the room. Yeah, yeah, no, I did hear about that one. That one's been gone forever, and it's an old one. So it's yeah. it's before it's before the craze of let's fake something. It's, yeah. Uh, yeah, you can watch, you can watch the, the, you can literally watch the entire footage of that Let night. Let me see so, if I can uh, find it. We'll play it for Yeah, people. I like that one. Um, yeah, that was the... Go ahead. Sorry. Oh, that's okay. Yeah, that was a really good one. I like that one. Okay, um, let's see. Another question, if I may. Yes, you may. We love your questions. Um, Kasun asks, do you guys believe in light language codes and stuff yes. like distant Reiki healing? Thanks. I, I do personally, Reiki. <laughs> I do Reiki as well, and and Reiki distant healing is actually a thing. It actually does work. Um, I believe it does, and I I, I believe in Reiki because Reiki is it's almost like mediumship. You do not have to be sitting in front of me for me to talk to your relatives. We're oh, no you know. longer, yeah, mm -hmm. we're no longer in a body at this point. Um, Science I, has has proven it though, David, too with quantum. Yeah, physics. Reiki. Yeah, yes, it is. I get a lot of people because I do crystal Reiki, which works with your your chakras, and I I check your aura and I see any cracks and holes, and I do grounding and the whole thing with it. Okay, and people give me a hard time, especially locally. Why do you not have a brick and mortar or an office? And I keep telling them because I don't need one. Well, can't I come to your house? No, you cannot come to my no. house. First of all, my house is where I want to keep it safe, and nope. Plus, I don't need to. I have done crystal Reiki. I can tell you on people over in japan i've done sessions with them and yeah. they can feel it same as therapeutic touch is a misnomer you're not touching anything you're working with the aura sometimes i use that sometimes i will just focus energy sometimes i will use a crystal you do not need to be yeah the yeah, so reiki, so reiki absolutely now as far as light language codes and the light language thing and the fifty thousand people who make a video doing their speaking in tongues and their light language. Yes, some of it is very real. I believe so. I believe some of it is very real. And and, and I wouldn't have believed that until I had QHHT done and they said that the notes that whatever I was holding out, they said it was phenomenal how long these tones were coming out. That's when I did that in 2017, I think it was, 2017 or 18. But I didn't get any download from it. I don't remember a download from it. I do know that we do get downloads. I know downloads is a thing. Um, and I'm going to add want... something when you're finished. Yeah, okay. And when and, and a download could be as much as um, when you hear the phrase, oh, why don't you go to bed and sleep on it? And then when you wake up, you know the answer, download. And so there you go. They're just, they're, you're getting the answer that way. Mine are but, different. 
mind huh? different, but again, what you believe becomes what you perceive and it becomes your reality. So reality, for me, yeah. I know when I hear uh, ringing in my ear that that is a download and I stop unless I'm driving yeah, that's and I just kind of lean into it, breathe into it, accept it. And it is what it is. As for light language, I have one mentor in particular that has used light language in so many things with the crystal Reiki that I took uh, two, I took two levels of a practitioner course for the crystal Reiki. Um, Amy Robeson, she's got Sacred Awakenings on Facebook and a whole page with that. She does a lot of stuff for free too. She does light language, but okay. So I often wondered it was a little weird because she never used to do it on camera, like in a Zoom and stuff live. Now she will. And it is powerful, but where I really truly believe in light language somebody i know very well um i have a friend augie nost who does the mastermind every sunday anybody from around the world can sign up for it i think you just have to write to the mastermind connection at gmail.com ask for the zoom link and people get together the first hour they work on all kinds of things like sometimes uh, storms they may see focusing energy to turn them or whatever manifesting or healing or whatever it may be the second hour they would connect usually with the pleiadians one person in particular and i know them well they've never done this before but we were doing a meditation they started speaking and the only way i can say it was was light language they didn't even know what happened to them they didn't know what they said and they were doing something. That energy was pretty crazy during that. So I totally believe in it. Yeah. I'm not I didn't say I didn't I disbelieve in it. I, I mean, believe. the ones I didn't say I didn't disbelieve in it. I mean, there are so I'm many a, people out there. Trust me. They they scare me. Not everybody. Yeah, not everybody. Yeah, is, not so everybody. There's a lot of good people. I don't particularly um I get absolutely this is me personally. I get absolutely nothing out of watching or listening to light language that I, I know of. I don't, but that doesn't mean that it's wrong. It just means that's just not where my energy works. It doesn't work oh, in that. Right. But downloads, yeah, I'm same way, same way Laura Lee is. I have the high pitch, some high pitch noises that come into me out of no reason. Those are downloads. And what happens is people say, how's the download work? What happens is for me, I know how it happens. I've been explained. I get information given to me that my brain consciousness just holds on to until that moment that it's needed. And then it's there. And that's a lot of times why yeah. I've given, I've said stuff to people and people said, how did you know that? I said, I have no freaking idea how I even got that one right. But that's usually, it's that's how I look at a download. Downloads to me is, it's almost like a computer. They're giving me a bunch of information that's going to be accessed at another time for me. You know what, though, David, what you said was really imperative there. And I think it will help a lot of people. If you're just open to the experience, you lean into it, meaning if you can yeah. stop and just breathe, be open to it without an expected outcome that you shall know what you are receiving. You're expecting that it's coming for your highest good in love and positivity. And like David said, it may be, it usually is revealed at a later date, but you realize yeah. why. Okay. I but found the know, video. Yeah, you know why, but no, what Laura Lee said is, is absolutely correct too. You have to, it, you might as well lean into it and see what's going on. It's mm -hmm. not going to hurt you. Yeah. But if you're going, well, what does it mean? What does it mean? Like, I need to know what it is. Then you kind of almost shut it down. Like, you just kind of. Yeah, like, you do. Yeah. That's no, what remember, any of what this. It, 
you whatever have to you ask for, whatever you do, don't have a big expectation for it. Let it happen how it's supposed to. No, but I think that fun. that's how it is with all these gifts. They're kind of meant to just flow. And, yeah. and we've all seen people like we like with me. I, t I know for myself, I'm getting in the way of animal communication. So the more now what I do is I'll sit outside and I usually focus my heart chakra, say on a bird's heart chakra, and I just sit myself and be open sending it love, matching this golden figure eight between us, if you will, for me, I'm not telling people how to do it. And I'm just open to whatever I receive that I know isn't mine. I just try and clear my mind without any expectation, because the harder I want it, or I try it, or I want to force it with anything, it, it, it's like it shuts it down. Don't you find Dave? Like it does. I do. I do. And you know what? And it's the same. You said something that's very important for anybody else with animal communication. I was the same way when I was first practicing animal communication, mm -hmm. I was the same way I would do it. I would get in my way. Cause I'd be like, I don't yeah. understand what they're showing me. So I must yeah. be making it up. Yeah. And it's like, no, you're not. That's exactly what they're showing you. Say it, say it, say it. Mm -hmm. Because some animals like for me, some animals, whatever they say gets translated somehow. And <laughs> sometimes it's just pictures. It's mostly pictures and mostly feelings and visions and like that you're, you're that animal. But like Laura Lee said, you know, you know, whenever you, something peculiar happens, instead of sloughing it off, just sit with it for a minute and go, mm -hmm. Hmm, wonder yeah. what that was. I'll have some more, please. You yeah. know? <laughs> yeah. And see what happens. But we both mentor and teach people. And plus, when we've taken classes or whatever we've done, and they know this, you know, way back in the day, that you'll be sit with people and say, you know, you're working and your teacher, mentor, whatever you want to call it, will say, okay, imagine this. And some people just, the imagination, they, it takes a lot more work to access it. So, you know, some will say, imagine, feel, or sense. And there's always one or two people in the room that'll say, I didn't get anything. And after a while, you'll hear them say, I don't, I think it's broken or I'm not meant to be here or no, that's not it at all. We can't compare ourselves like David and I think have shown really a little bit of that tonight about how things work differently for just the two of us. If we've got a room full of us, everybody would probably have a different way they do it. Wouldn't you agree, Dave? Oh yeah. That's, that's, that's the, that's the difference between spirituality and religion. We're not locked into one thing because yeah. the universe and everything it's malleable. It's moldable. It's, it's creatable. Every We're time creating we our experience ourselves yeah. though too, right? Did so you know that every, every life you live adds to the expansion of the universe. And I know you'll probably, some of you are going, what, you mean my one life? I'm part of the universe? Yes, your one freaking life, no matter how good or bad you think this life is, it added new ideas and it actually expanded. We expand outwards. That's why when people say, "I, you know, how big is the universe? Well, it never ends. It's never going to come back on itself and it's never going to end. It's constantly going to expand. Always. And it's because of our lives and it's because of the lives of other planets and it's because of creating and because of all kinds of weird shit.
<laughs> it is. Okay, so I found this creepy hotel scream. If I'm sure most of you in the paranormal world are going to say, oh gosh, yeah, I've heard of that. So I'm going to try and make it full screen. It might take me a minute to stop if it starts to double play. So this is what we were talking about a few minutes ago. I think we said hi to Mark and sorry, I think, please, I'm going to go back because I don't want to miss your name. Dawn, she said she just saw we are live. We are always live every Thursday from 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Right, Dave? That's right. And then Seven the Angel Rock on Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. But David and I are always here on Thursday. So if you mark your calendar off, we will be here live. Right? Okay, right. let's play this. We're here. Okay, so let me, I got to back it up a bit. So this is the screaming in the hotel room caught on the security camera. It looks like it's from 2014. What room is that? For those of you watching, I know it's silent right now, but we're watching the film of the bodyguard. There we go. Oh, did you see that? I did see that go by the door. I never saw that in this video before. Wow. Did you see it go across the whole thing? I did. I'll pause it. It's almost done. Sorry, you guys, we weren't talking to it. So if you're watching right now, we're wa if you're listening right now and not watching, we're watching a video. I stopped it. There you go. I could have okay, I don't we know if that was a glitch a in the, I earlier. Yeah, I don't know though. No, that was there. It, I forgot about that. I saw the ripple go by kind of, and I thought to myself, hmm, it sure it's like it, a white sure mist or like something. It was weird. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, that's the first time yeah, I saw it. And I watched it, it like a million times. Yeah. And then they figured never it out. figured out what it was. I remember that. So this was almost 10 years ago. And you're right. I think it was in Las Vegas. And it was so strange. This And like he said, the carpet was ripped up. I thought the furniture was up in it. But he said the carpet was ripped up. We did at the end. I don't. Yeah, he said that there was um, the... Furniture was upside down in there when he and went in there. And the shower was on. 
Yeah, or something. Yeah. And there's nobody in the room. Mm-hmm. Debbie, oh, hi, Sandra. That She's was weird. I know. Did you have another video? Oh, I've got lots. Yeah, I got lots I could play. My sorry, my yeah, I don't go know. Ahead, play another one. Okay, give me a sec here. Um, I want to just make sure we didn't miss. I well, you're on top of the chat right now, anyways. So I've been looking at this, but I was really freaked out because, like I said, I forgot, and it's hard to see. That was really good quality. Before we move on to the next one, because um, the one I had seen on TikTok was really fuzzy. There was no way you would have seen. No. That was actually, I think, the security footage, and they wanted the police to be coming. And the police, I guess he decided he was going in before. Give me one sec, because I closed it, because my computer decided it was going to be slow tonight. So we'll go back onto Facebook. I download everything you guys usually, guys. That's probably why it was playing slow, because I went right to the website, um, one of the websites. I just Googled it. Okay, now it's going to take forever to, to load. So give me a sec here. We'll try see y'all in Messenger. Give it a second, see what it'll do. Oh, good. It's going to Messenger. Good, good, good. Okay, let me see. Okay, there's this case going on. And I keep wanting to call fake with it because it's got a lot of the classic easy to fake stuff. But I don't know if there's something going on with this. These guys are messing with stuff that they shouldn't be messing with. Hang on. It's called... um, Magical poltergeist, and I'm gonna play this. See what y'all think. I had some other ones are a little bit further back. Okay, I gotta set up to share again. So give me one sec here because I shut it off because it was being nasty. My uh, computer, and I got a faster computer, and it's still being nasty about this. Okay, hang on, share. Okay, so this is from a TikTok channel called Magical Post Poltergeist, and this guy keeps saying that he's got security cameras all over the place and his wife is very pregnant in this picture she is pregnant they started having this activity and if i under if i remember correctly there's a rocking chair they got from an antiques thing or something there's a lot of negative activity and negative stuff going on but these guys are doing stupid stuff like playing with ouija boards and they got no idea what to do and they're leaving the session open and then he got the ouija board off of facebook marketplace it looks like it came from the <laughs> 70s they never cleared it and this guy looks like he's kind of a and and i'm not saying this disrespectfully we had mentioned kat Vondi's husband who calls it cholo yeah. god Okay, that's what he looks like he's part of, this gentleman. And again, not disrespectfully, I guess that's a type of genre of music with the black and what have you. His wife, though, um, the first video I saw in there, she's sleeping on the couch. And um, all of a sudden, she starts coughing and coughing and coughing. And she wakes up and she says, it smells like rotten, whatever. So she's calling her husband and she's going, can you have to come home from work? Like the lights are going on and off. I don't know what's going on. And then again, these are cliche things that people fake. There's a cross on the wall that starts spinning and then hangs upside down. The other thing I'm noticing this woman being so pregnant is she is going into trance quite a bit and wandering at night. So there are some things that do look real. Now, are they real? I don't know. But this is the latest because I was looking up Halloween scary stuff. So let's see. what Okay, I'm going to play it and then I'm going to try and make it. I think that's on the screen, isn't it? Okay, it's on the screen. Good. Okay, I'll because I gotta make it bigger after I play it. So hang on. 
Okay, play. Now watch at the end of the video. It's a little bit dark right now. I think it gets lighter toward a little bit, but oh yeah, it's really dark. There, okay. You're going to be watching towards the back door at the end of all this. The camera moves when there's movement. She is sleepwalking. Hard to see. I'll see if I can make it bigger. I don't know if this is fake or not. I hate to call things fake on people because I know what people tried to do to us when we were going through yeah. our activity. So she's just sitting there. No, Something moves on the Okay, all the chairs move out. It's not super exciting, but I wanted to, we had a few minutes to discuss this because I'd love to hear your thoughts on this because and what are your thoughts? Why do you think this pregnant wife is being targeted if this is actually happening? Because he won't get rid of the rocking chair as far as I know. It's hard to see. Oh, can you see at the back door a little bit? It's hard because it's dark. See if you can see it right at the back door, right at the... I can't... Oh, it's hard to show you. I can't show you. The cameras move whenever there's activity or it picks up a person moving or anything. So unless he's controlling them because stuff has gone on when they haven't been home. Try and watch at that very back far corner by the door there towards the end. And like I say, I know there's not a lot of movement. Oh, it's, you couldn't see it. It wouldn't pick it up very well. There is some kind of black shadow that comes through the back door to her. And I've seen her do other stuff, but I... I'm always so scared to say something's fake unless it's obviously fake. Because like I said, people did this to me. But what do you think? I won't like, say anything about it, but, but I'll go it through. Looks I won't, I'm not going to say whether it's fake or not. I'm going to say this is what I have noticed. And when I notice certain things in videos, this is how I notice them. So first I thought, husband makes a video. That's a newer type of that font that he's using with the white light about it that's new that was from tiktok you got it from you can throw it on there so who knows where he got the video from but well, I look he's at on stuff TikTok. this is their okay, channel so that's why that's there okay perfect so so he's got that on there first thing i look at the month the second one with the tables the second one is his choice of words I would have had more belief in if he would have said wife sleepwalks and sits down and then paranormal activity starts. I would have said, oh, okay, let's give this a watch. I'd be like, oh, look at that. That's kind of cool. The minute that he said wife sits down with the demons when she's sleepwalking, I'm like, okay, now I know you made that video because you want views. Okay, so let me stop you there. Me. Let me stop you there just for a minute, though. Okay, this has been going on for months. He's making a video every day. This guy I know. is asking for feedback and stuff. So he didn't originally call it a demon. I think somebody 
people in the comments kept telling him this. But, so is, but if he's got a whole channel like this, is he having people coming over to look at it, or is he just that's making what it? That's I can't understand. Thing? Like apparently, that's, yeah, exactly. Because like in your situation, if if that would have what I know what happened to you, if you would have had a TikTok and just did that all day long, like Dana just making these TikToks, I'm like, why don't you go find out what's happening or do something? No, I'm making TikToks. That's no. why we put our story out there. Yeah. We were looking for help. Plus, I can answers. Yeah, chairs all didn't pull out all at once, or like that just seemed and a little bit cliche. I know it's just one quick video. Okay, Sandra said I pulled the show up on my Roku. Much easier to watch on the big screen. Yay, Sandra! And Debbie said, "How does our hair look? How does our hair look on Roku?" Yes, okay. oh, Debbie, <laughs> she couldn't see this on her little phone screen. Oh, yeah, on the phone. You hear people's can. thoughts because I have watched this. Isn't the first time that she has just woken up? Like, there's been stuff going on in the bedroom, and they've how shown deep does she go to, how deep does she sleep? I they both sleep really deep, apparently. He did say that. I mean, I get it, but yeah, I can't, like I said, I'm not going to sit here and I say it's wrong or say it's, say it's fake. Cause it's not an obvious fake. There are some red flags in there, but it's not an obvious. Yeah. Fake. And like, and like, and like you, I don't want to come out and just say, none of that shit's happening to you because I had some crazy stuff happening to me too, but I know so but I, I wouldn't want people to cliche like things, right? Like a lot of yes. cliche, even from that video, like, and with deep fakes. And I thought, well, I'll ask people, I'll put it out there, check it out, you guys. And we're not yeah, out to bash anybody, beat anybody up. But if you do have TikTok, check it out. Maybe we can talk more about this next week and you can let us know. What yeah, you guys. Are. Yeah, because it's not, I don't want to debunk everything because I know there's some real stuff out here. You know what? You know, and not to get off the, uh, the scary of that, but Justin said, <laughs> thank you. The one that, the one that bothers me the most is like the Bigfoot ones, because I know some channels out there who are doing some really good work trying to investigate and they're doing this stuff. And then we get these people with the fake crap and they're, you know, ruining it all. And I know like even in like Bigfoot's even harder to explain. And these people are going off literally their personal experience and they're half of them won't even make a video. Half the Bigfoot videos out there, you will never see because people are too afraid to put them out there for being ridiculed. And that's why when I compared them against some of the TikTok stuff or some of the YouTube stuff even, I'm like, hmm, why would you not want help or why would you not want this, that? That's my thing like you. And then I, I thought the same thing as you did, Laura Lee. I went, oh my God, they just followed every cliche thing yeah so they did but you know i don't know maybe they had a cliche ghost i don't know <laughs> I, I don't know but i thought it was food for thought to talk about because you know what it really reminds me of i'm just gonna say it and i i like i say i am so apt not to call fake unless it's absolutely yeah. obvious but paranormal activity do you remember with katie and i think it was david the because we seen that before it came to the studio or to the movie theater the first one and we were going like is this real like what's really going on with this and then by the end of it we're going this has to be fake this has to be fake and then we googled it and found out it was but katie in one of the versions in the first paranormal activity 
she did the same thing as this lady wandered out to the swing set and was in a trance and didn't know why she was outside and then all the cupboards and doors in the kitchen like you know what i'm saying like there's a lot of they haven't had that but like all the chairs going out at once like i don't well, know well it does it does that it does add a bit of you know by saying somebody sleepwalking or in a trance it adds a bit more of that spooky atmosphere if they're, if it they're is looking concerning me that she's yeah. pregnant and See, if they really are experiencing malevolent activity in a way. Yeah. Well, it's, but you know what? He could be calling it a demon and maybe that's all they do. I wasn't calling it that. I don't know. What no, no, he did. But I mean, maybe sometimes I think, you know what? If there was something in my house right now that shut a door all the time or something like that, I'd probably get pissed off after a while. I go, would you stop it? I'm just getting annoyed with it. But it wouldn't bother me, or I wouldn't make a video going. There's a demon slim in the bathroom door. I wouldn't do that. I, I don't know. It's if if you're that, I don't know how somebody could get that used to that stuff happening in their house, especially when or why? Stay? Yeah, and why? Why would you keep doing that? Well, let's say I want to raise some money for the baby. I get it then. And you could tell you come out there and go. We're just trying to raise money for our baby for college. You know that's huh? totally cool. I am. Here's I will give you. Event. I will give you a few videos. Oh yeah. Minutes oh. Left. Let's oh, yeah. hang on this guys. I'm gonna read or Dave can read Sanders comment just a sec. But you know, hey Z Sun Dragon, we read some of your stories tonight. They were awesome. Okay, how about you read Sanders' comment? We'll leave it hanging on that if you guys get a chance to check it out. And we're not here to bash anybody, but I think it's a good teachable moment if we really do. I would it's not real, especially. Sandra Sharp says, are we sure she's not having a telekinesis episode in her sleep? Which is kind of fun, which is a fun way to put it because any any of the telekinesis that we caught or proven have always been little things. So if that was telekinesis, that would have been, if somebody would have said that's telekinesis, I would have said, awesome video. Yes. So how about we leave it there? So it's yeah. called, um, is magical poltergeist on youtube and they have a they have a youtube channel i just remembered and they have a tiktok channel if you get a chance check it out okay if you guys are loving the paranormal stay tuned for night two we got michelle deroche and amelia pisano coming up with the outer realm dave where can they find you this goes by too fast every week i know it did go by really fast you guys if you want to get a hold of me you can go to my website they whisper to me.com um, you can find me on TikTok and TikTok and Instagram under Medium David Hansel. I'm the one with um, about ninety five thousand followers. Um, you can also find me on Facebook or YouTube under the Spirit Experience. Go ahead, Lorley. I love it. And you guys, this always goes by so quick. We love you all. We appreciate everything you guys put into the show. Otherwise, it'd just be Dave and I. So if you ever want to get a hold of me, you can get a hold of me, whether you want to book a reading, healing session. I do mentoring and teaching, working on putting together a course in the new year. Uh, you can get a hold of me on facebook.com forward slash the Angel Rock. Even a guest idea or show, show suggestion for the Angel Rock coming up mon uh, on Mondays here on UPRN from 6 to 8 p.m. Eastern 
Standard Time. Um, I'm going to do my Halloween show this Monday coming up. I did one, I know, with my friend Varla Ventura. She's amazing. She's coming back for summer, so or for summer, for winter solstice. But uh, that's what we're going to do. I also have two groups on Facebook, Paranormal University for all things paranormal and the Angel Rocker Tribe for all things kind of spiritual. And um, I'm on all social media platforms too under the Angel Rocker Laura Lee Potvin. I want to thank you all for being here. Sam. Hi, Sam. I got to read Sam's comment quickly. Sorry, I do. Yeah. Sam says, uh, I recently watched a horror comedy movie called We Have a Ghost. It was a modern horror about a haunted house and the family intentionally puts their footage online to try and get social media famous. LOL. Sam, you got to send me that link, honey. So that looks like fun. Yes, definitely. Okay, we love y'all. We're so glad you were here, right, Dave? And we will be back same time, same space, everything next Thursday, right, Dave? We sure will. And uh, maybe my co-host Angel will be with us too. Hi, Angel. Hi, Angel. Also, look for us on Wednesday nights because we do usually go live on TikTok on David's channel to do readings and answer questions as well. Yes, and if you follow me on TikTok, you will know when we go live because it'll tell you. Absolutely. So stay spooky. Are you ready, Dave? Are we going to do it? Shall we try one? Let's give it a try. Give it a try. One, two, three. What's What's at the the foot of your bed? Oh, no. We're trying, you guys. We're trying. We said it word for word at the same time. Dave and I are giving away a free reading. We said that. Yeah, and we're we're working with the delay here, you guys, just so you know. Yes. Okay, we love y'all. We'll see you next Thursday.